Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor found the Chaotic Heart on Avis. After an unfortunate exploding spy drone, the crew was forced to assault the Chaos Compound head-on. The effort nearly killed the crew, but they were able to rescue several Keepers and discover a horrible secret. Chaos has infiltrated every planet in the Interstellar Council. Where we're picking up, you guys are still at the top of an exploded building. There is a chaos-infected, well, not really any more chaos-infected, large alien laying dead on the floor, and a communication terminal hooked up to large, like, antennae and satellite dishes. What's everybody do? Um, well, at the moment, Jyla is still next to Sully because he passed out. No, I ran, over and ch- I, I ran over and made the phone call. No, I know, but she's still next to Sully because she's worried that he'll pass out again. Aw. If there's nothing else that people want to do in here, you guys can leave. It's just, you're here right now, so do of anything if you want to, you know. Well, for once, I can say that I was not the cause of... Oh, wait, no, I was. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say I was not the cause of this fire, <laughs> but... uh I was the cause, just not right this second. I mean, yes, you were very much the cause of this I was fire, very much Gyla. the cause, and uh, all the chaos, uh, pardon the pun, of coming up to this level made me forget. But I was the cause, so well, let's be going, I guess. I wouldn't say that you're the sole reason, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it might be time for us to get out of here. I'm kind of bleeding out right now. Yeah, let's uh, skedaddle. All right, you make your way back down the destroyed building. You can see the remnants of the firefight that brought you up here. There's chipped walls everywhere, rubble on the floor. There's still smoke and dust everywhere. But you're able to kind of slowly and ponderously make your way down, limping through all of your injuries. Once you hit the ground level, you see in the lobby all huddled together and kind of keeping a watch on the perimeter, the keepers, including Camilla. She scurries up to you on all six of her legs. So, um, what did you find up there and what happened? Uh, we found an agent of chaos, which is basically a possessed person who has been completely rewritten to advance the agenda of chaos. We were able to find that the entire interstellar council has every planet infected with one of these people. I'm sorry, could you say that to... Did you say that every planet in the Interstellar Council has currently been having someone like this on board their planet? Well, yes. Technically, if we're being completely honest, this planet does not have someone of chaos on it. But that is mostly because Vika, Jyla, and Captain Malcolm Llewellyn decided to end his life. I guess thank you for your super helpful service to the Interstellar Council, but I think we kind of need to warn the Council that every planet has been infected with chaos, because I don't believe that's common knowledge. Yeah, I would, uh, I would guess not. Um, how many planets are there in the Interstellar Council again? How many stars are there in the sky? <laughs> she says wistfully, looking up at not this night sky because you're underground. <laughs> there's a lot. My point is there's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of chaos to, to deal with. I'm not really sure how we handle a problem of that scope. Do you think Do you think the leaders will even believe us? I mean, do you have evidence? Uh, Vi has been, like, leaning on Mal's shoulder to, like prop herself up because she's still really hurt and she uh she points up to the top floor if you want evidence you can get whatever you want up there i would appreciate it if we could move this conversation to a slightly more safe venue and maybe i don't know take care of some of this yes well um that does make sense. All right, I'll go download that computer, I guess, and I will meet you guys back at the ship. Sounds excellent. Great. 
we head back to the ship. All right. So she runs up the stairs and, you know, hooks up a flash drive or whatever to the computer and starts downloading information. The rest of you start heading back towards the ship. All the keepers are kind of walking with you, sort of keeping guard as you walk your way back out of this kind of undercity. Again, you can tell you're being watched. You can occasionally see shadows in the foggy distance, but no one approaches you again. Quick question. Yes. Um, I don't remember if we asked about this last session or not. In the building, were there any uh, banners with the smudge on it? Oh. Um, make me a retroactive investigation check. That's a 13. Yes. There were a lot. In okay. fact, most of the people that you were fighting, none of them were infected with chaos other than the one guy at the very top. The rest of them were just wearing armbands with that smudge on it. Okay, I kind of vaguely remember. I haven't gotten to editing that episode, but I th- I'm, I think we knew something about that, but at least we have that now concrete. I can't remember. In the lower floors of that building, were there more of those people with the armbands? When you were attacking? Yeah, when we were like storming the building. Yes. Okay. So, yes, every everyone, okay, so Cam- except for the guy at the yeah, very so top. So Camilla knows that the, they were here. Okay, that's what I meant to make sure of. Yes, yes, she does. All right, so you make your way back up the kind of dangerous and treacherous ascent back to the residential area of Avis. Once you're back on street level, where you entered was that bombed out bar turned uh, chaos chapel. Um, so you enter back up there. It's been several hours at this point, and it's now dark in the city. No one is at that chapel, but you just kind of enter onto the kind of grisly remains of there used to be a fight here. And then you're back out on the street heading towards the terminal. Is there anything anyone wants to do? I'm good. You again board the like maglev tram that takes you back towards the central hub in the city. At this time of day, it's a little bit less populated. You know, most people are back at home. It's pretty much like midnight at this point. Like it's very dark. Um, the whole time you're on board the train, Camilla is kind of worriedly flipping through all of the information that she found on a small tablet. And she at one point looks up and goes, so you're aware then that every single, it seems like they've been infiltrating every planet and they've been successful. Yes. Should we have this conversation in a more secluded place? Um, She looks up and down the train. It's fairly empty. Okay. I didn't know. Like this is like a midnight train. You're on a, like you're in a car by yourself. Got it. Well, and the other keepers are also there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is fairly alarming that it has been infiltrated to this level. Yes. I mean, I guess the good news is we can always warn people and maybe they can handle it much the same way you did. It seems like fighting one of these things is not impossible, so I can't say it's particularly concerning, I guess. I mean, do you have keepers on every planet still? Um, I mean, not every planet, but I feel like we'll be able to get to every planet if these things need to be eradicated, so I think that'll be fine. We just definitely need to warn the council before, I don't know, whatever the plan that these things have is happens. Uh, the bigger concern is the, all the people who are not infected and just line up with the ideology of the chaos. Like, all those people we fought on the ground floor were not of chaos's ranks but rather they just joined the cause because they wanted to i guess the good news is i I mean there was a fairly limited number of them they seem to have been targeting keepers but you know hopefully we've headed that off at the pass my concern is that we don't know if that's on every planet or just avis that's true we haven't heard reports of like tons of agents going missing or tons of keepers going missing yet so again hopefully they'll be fine pardon me for maybe mistrusting the Interstellar Council, but do you really think they're going to be able to do anything about it or want to? The one to, I assume they would want to, but be able to, I mean, I don't know. You guys handled it. There was, what, four of you for that one guy? I mean, keepers can work in teams. And I mean, look at that. We've been recruiting. We have tons of people right now, so we have to think that would be helpful. I yeah. mean, we haven't determined why there are tons of people, though. And it may or may not be linked to all that is happening with uh, chaos on this planet. I just worry that there might not be either there won't be enough evidence to convince enough people that it's a priority. And I am sort of curious if chaos has infiltrated the council itself. 
just because we've we've run into some high-level people who have been infected um, in other places. So I would worry about that. Maybe that's unfounded. I hope so. But something I thought about. Well, I certainly do, too. Have you or do you know if the keepers have heard from keepers on other planets? And the reason I ask is I'm concerned that all of these keepers and she gestures to basically everyone else on the train. I'm concerned that they were imprisoned. So, oh, that keepers on other place, other planets have been imprisoned as well. Exactly. That's legitimate. I mean, we know of at least one keeper who is turned into one of these monsters, right? Do no. we? Yes, you do. Yeah, because that guy had a particle magnetism weapon. You and Jyla fought against one on that oh, Interstellar yeah. Council Chaos ship. Vika, when you ask that, you can see concern on Camilla's face, and she starts tapping into her um, into her tablet again, like she's trying to message people and see if someone responds back. When she's doing that, one of the larger keepers that's sitting on the train, he's kind of a hulking figure, like he barely fits into the seat, and he has an extra set of arms. Um, he leans forward and goes, hello, I am Rus. I will say for what it is worth, we were not captured while walking around. We were not attacked. We were investigating. We were kind of looking for trouble and maybe were less than successful. I think you were actually quite successful in looking for trouble. He kind of smiles a little bit dissatisfied and leans back harumphingly. <laughs> That's fine. I don't necessarily think that they're going out of their way to capture keepers at the moment, but if... It sounds like that's part of your job is to go look and investigate and find these kind of crazy things that are going on. So I wouldn't be surprised if someone had something similar going on on another planet and they just nabbed another keeper. Makes sense. The real problem is we still we still don't have a lead on Grizzle and Rex, right? No, as far as we know. Honestly, I was hoping that we would find them in captivity with these keepers that we found. Me too, yeah. I have not heard of anyone that introduced themselves as Grizzle or as Rex. And also, I assume you are outlaws, but I have never worked with outlaws, so at the moment they are a mystery for me. The tram slides into the station, so this is like the central hub area again. You all get out. Um, It's very quiet and mostly deserted at this point. Again, it's very late. It's very peaceful. You can see open night sky above you through big glass windows. There's, you know, like pleasant trees in the atrium as you make your way back to uh, your tram to head back to the industrial area. Does anyone want to do anything here? No, I'm good. Okay. Sorry. I don't mean to awkwardly pause here. It's just you have the option. I don't have anything specific in mind. Um, okay, you guys get back on board a tram heading towards the outskirts of the industrial area. That goes without any hitch. You make your way on foot back underneath of the manufacturing site where you had found Grizzle's ship originally. When you get there, you see the honor and nothing else. Oh, Grizzle's ship is gone? Grizzle's ship is gone. Oh, can I do an investigation? Uh, you can do an investigation. Wow, I don't do an investigation. That's a... Four. Okay. I immediately go onto the ship and I want to contact Homestead and see if they can track where his ship is. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so you get onto the ship and you send a message to Homestead and it's answered. You see kind of a hurried looking young woman looking fr- like looking kind of, yeah, hurried is the right word. You see a hurried looking young woman. What can I help you with? Uh, I'm trying to locate, um... The this ship and uh, I send the I don't know VIN number. Yeah, the trash can that Grizzle flies. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, he turned off his tracker. I'm sorry. What? Uh, well, it was tracked at mm, about your location last time we had anything from it, and now it is well gone. Great. All right. Thanks. And hangs up. Okay. All right, you are back on board your ship. What does everybody want to do? Well, I assume everyone wants to hit the med bay, and that's kind of my jam. All right. Um, You all go to your shiny new med bay that you bought last time. 
and you are able to heal a little bit. Well, he has to roll for it. He has to roll for it, though, right? Do we roll on ourselves? You do have to roll for it, and I will say my ruling on this is you cannot perform a surgery check on yourself. Cool. I'm assuming Sully's doing it on everyone. Yes, it's just if you want surgery done on you, you have to. Someone else would have to roll that. And it's based on sharp. It is based on sharp. I do have a plus one in that if you need an extra hand. I'll start with Jyla because she is the most hurt. <laughs> that will be an 11. Uh, okay, so with an 11, that means that you heal two damage and you take one bandage point. Oh, do you want to explain the how the medbay works? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we added a medbay to our ship and I finally wrote a rule for it. Basically, the way this works is having a medbay allows a player to perform surgery on another. On a six or less, they take two bandage points and heal nothing. On a seven to nine, they heal one and take one bandage point. And on a ten plus, they take they heal two and take one bandage point. And every point of bandage you have makes it harder to successfully roll. So there's eventually a hard cap where you can't heal anymore. Uh, I rolled an eight for Vika and a five for Malcolm Llewellyn. Oh, no. Okay, so all of you take one bandage point, and it sounds like... No, I take two. Yeah, Mal takes two. Yep. Uh, Do you want to do another round? Does anyone want another round? I can continue to work on people who want to be worked on. Mm. It doesn't hurt anything to keep doing it. So it's fine if you want to. I mean, it just it just keeps adding more to bandage. Yes. Sorry, I should also say bandage resets at the end of every arc. Not every episode, every arc. Okay. I wouldn't mind uh, necessarily having more work done. Um, and then if anybody else wants help, um, I can try and get us a camaraderie point because Sully and I have been working pretty well together. I could probably help with surgery. I will probably want to be healed some more. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a surgery roll done on me or a med bay roll done on myself. Yes. So he looks at Jyla and says, Jyla, I appreciate you very much. Vika, could you help me split my arm? <laughs> hey, now. Don't you trust me? Yes, I I trust you implicitly. Vika, can you please help me split this? It really hurts. <laughs> no, no offense to Vika. I'm sure she's very capable, but... Um- I'm a little hurt. I I can see that you're bleeding out of many wounds still. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Charlie goes and starts trying to busy herself doing something else in the med bay. (laughs) Did you want another roll on yourself before Chyla left? I mean, she's still in the room. Okay. I I assume you'll get to her eventually. Okay. Once you're done favoring Vika. <laughs> okay, I got a nine. I'm trying to see if there's anything I can do to bump that to a ten. Um, I mean, all that would mean is that Sully just heals one and takes one bandage. That's yeah, fine. but Sully was pretty hurt. Well, no, he's all right. He's okay. All right, I got it. Yeah, unless you want me to do work with my drill, I think uh, you're only going to get one. <laughs> I don't think the drill can be helpful. Okay, um, I will roll... Does everyone, want, does everyone want a second round? I mean, I'll go for it if, as long as there's no, like, downside. Okay, I'll just do Vika, Jyla, Malcolm, just to speed it along. Vika, you have a six. You're getting nothing. Jyla is getting a seven. And Malcolm Lou Allen is getting a four. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. He punches me instead. <laughs> Oops. It's more like your, like, limbs are, like, broken and bruised, and there's only so much first aid you can do to help with that. It's also almost like I burned all of my amazing rolls last episode when we needed it, so... (laughs) We're all looking pretty all right now. Okay, so this went pretty successfully. Your med bay is fairly automated, um, but it does require some, like, targeting and input and, like, assistance in diagnostic... Or diagnosis, sorry. So, Sully, you know, as a maestro? Nope, not the right word I'm looking for. Yeah, like a conductor of a symphony directed the med bay to heal all of you a significant amount out you're all feeling a little bit better some some of them you can be salty all you want malcolm llewellyn but you still have the most health out of any of us after two body (laughs) rolls you're all still pretty beat up you know you still have arms and slings and clearly have bandages all over you but you're not like actively bleeding anymore so that's good camilla walks into the med bay so um i have a favor to ask of you I've been able to get a hold of some keepers and not been able to get a hold of other keepers, um, which is not uncommon. I mean, it's not really weird that they don't always answer immediately, but I am concerned and I want to keep 
kind of working on that. I have all the information from the computer here, and I've contacted the head of the, um, of the Interstellar Council, like the chairperson of the Interstellar Council, and I told them that, um, I called you deputy keepers, which I hope he buys, but I told him some deputy keepers were going to be bringing him some extremely important information from me, so... You have a meeting, if you could warn them, please. I mean, uh, yeah, we could do that. It's definitely in all our, all our interest to get to get your government informed of what's going on. Do I need to change, like, my outfit? Um, I mean, well, honestly, like... What do it, deputy keepers wear? She kind of looks down at her no clothes and goes, Well, um, <laughs> I wear a belt that I keep my... They keep my particle magnetism weapons on, so... Lots of belts, got it. I have belts. All right. <laughs> I just imagine Jyla wrapped up like a mummy in belts. <laughs> uh, Vika looks down and like, like they just look really gross because they've been fighting. I maybe wash up a little bit, get rid of some of the blood. Yeah, that probably wouldn't hurt. Oh, for sure. So I say we do that and then head over to the place was it like did they want to meet immediately or did they have a time scheduled for us it's tomorrow morning okay okay camilla and or sully wait does camilla know about our particle weapon she does right yes yeah and she said she basically she basically said it's fine if you have it it's fine if jayla has it it's no worse than the guardians having them okay like she's basically just given up on it being a sacred weapon at this point i was just wondering if it would make sense to, for a deputy keeper to have it, if that would like lend credibility to us going there, you know? Um, I'll leave that up to you. can ask her or I'll just leave it up to you. I'll ask her. Uh, Camilla, would, should I bring my particle weapon? Will they receive that well? She looks kind of sad and goes, at this point, I think that you have maybe earned it. So I say yes. You have the blessing of the keepers. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, so you have one night before you have to go and meet with the chairperson of the Interstellar Council. How do you spend this evening? Um, Malcolm is going to try to get on comms, uh, like secured comms, and try to try to contact uh, uh, Grizzle's ship. Uh, okay, make me and let me try to decide what move that would be because i like that idea i mean it'd be using the communications of the ship yeah we'll just call that investigate yeah but that's not really yeah that doesn't really work though yes yeah because this i mean that the communication system of the ship kind of assumes you're going to talk to someone and this is not that so yeah okay so just say normal investigate. Yeah. Oof, that's a six. You try your best to like, normally this is really easy, right? Like contacting another outlaw's ship should be simple, um, at least to get a response. In this case, you're having to like, it's like it's responding, but not responding. You're like, you know, when you ping a computer and you'll get like half of the messages come back. You know what I mean? Like that horrible thing when you're like ping and two out of the four messages come back good. And you're like, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> That is impossible. Or like you ping, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. A response. A second response. A third response. Nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. <laughs> you're doing trace routes. You're doing all sorts of stuff, and it's not making any sense. You're just getting gibberish back. <sighs> well, wherever you are, Grizzle, I hope you are hope you guys are all safe. Um, Can I do something? You can do whatever you want. Um, I wanted to use the science cent- terminal center thing that we have. Okay. And I wanted to try to send out a signal to reactivate all outlaw tracking beacons on their ships. Okay. Oh, like remote. Yeah, like basically I wanted to remote into Grizzle's ship and turn it back on. Like his like the tracking beacon they turned off. I mean, I'm going to call that use your head, which is also sharp. So, you know. Nope. That's a six. You try to do this, but it's like a really wide band thing. Like you don't have a direction to point this signal at. So you're like just blasting out like activate, activate, act. It's not doing anything. Okay. You're like sending out an aura of activation and that just doesn't really do much. Fair enough. Somewhere up in in the sky or in the in space, the um, intergalactic councils murder sphere just starts randomly firing at planets <laughs> yeah starts randomly firing at you yeah <laughs> okay i don't know if this would be a role or anything but vika is going to go up to the secret room of the ship and get on the hollow table and during the night she's going to pull up the 
map that she worked out where all of the where all of the chaos attacks had been um she's gonna add in information so that we know all the planets that chaos is on right now okay and then she's also gonna she's inputting information uh she's kind of trying to like see if she can suss out anything any patterns anything like that um and then i also just kind of want to like flip through grizzle's journal not that i think it'll necessarily reveal anything but kind of the same thing it's just kind of general i guess general investigating Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Seven. Grizzle's journal, he's kind of an old school person. It's actually written out in ink on paper like a real weirdo. The only kind of new information that maybe you glean is that there are frequent references to him working with keepers. So he isn't a weird person to contact for the... Like, if the Interstellar Council was going to work secretly with someone from... The Outlaws, Grizzle would be a likely choice, but more recently, maybe those entries have slowed down. Does that make sense? Like, it seems like he maybe had friends in the Interstellar Council that have stopped contacting him. Hmm. Okay. So I have a question for Mandy. Mm-hmm. Um, the per- who is the person that you called to ask about Grizzle's ship? Who is it that you talked to? Uh, just somebody on Homestead. Okay. Did you Did you also in that call report what we found? No. Okay then Malcolm would have done that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, when you make that report, you just get a message back, like you type up a formal report and you get a message back that says, proceed with mission, find Grizzle, find out what's going on yep. here. Okay, that's kind of what I expected. I just wanted to make sure that that was sent back in case something happens to us. That way, Homestead has the information. Yeah, makes sense. So I think Jyla is in her workshop um, up later than usual, probably. And... Somewhat out of character, she is not working on a bomb. I imagine that she has, like, a stash of things that she told Vika that she would, like, get around to fixing at some point. It's like they could buy a new thing, but they also have these ones that they could repair as, like, backups. And so I think she is working on that, which she hasn't done in a long time. Okay. Um, so I think after Jyla is, like, not going to bed after a certain point, like, Sully walks in. Uh, Jyla, do you know anything about tracking signals? Because electronics are nothing like surgery, apparently. Yep, you can say that again. Uh, electronics are nothing like surgery, apparently. (laughs) Uh, yep, I got the impression that you think they're pretty different, (laughs) Doc. (laughs) Uh, yes, um, anyway, are you going to bed soon? No, I'm working on this space and pressure valve. I, see, it's the little piece here should be going this way and it's not and i've tried five different ways to get it in the gritch and right spot and i can't I'll, I'll get it i'll get it before i go to bed i will fix this uh is it important that you fix it right now i mean i'm well, sure you can definitely fix it it seems definitely in your wheelhouse but mm-hmm. is there a reason that we're fixing this pressure valve that has been broken for I think basically the entire time we've been on this ship. Well, it, it is because I, I need to fix it because I can fix things and I feel like I, I can fix it and I don't just break things all the time. I can repair things too. And yeah, I feel like you should maybe know that about me. Are you upset about me choosing Vika to split my arm earlier? Oh, what gave it away? <laughs> the part where you were saying that I should know that you can fix things was... The pretty big giveaway, I think, there. So, next I just, time, if you want someone to know that you're upset with them, lead with that kind of thing, I think, would really give it away. Well, I guess I'm sorry that I was not more upfront with you. I, it just feels like you don't think that... It feels like you think that I, I can only break things. And I want you to know that I can do more than that. I am... Sorry for any slight that I caused, Jyla Mavek. I respect you as a person, and I I know that you can fix things. I sometimes just get worried. Um, this whole relationship thing is new territory for me, and I am not used to trusting other people as much as I have been trusting you, and sometimes it's a little worrisome, and sometimes I forget that you do more than just 
exploding stuff. <laughs> well, fixing things is maybe a little new to me too, so... If you want, we could rip this splint off and you could reapply it. Would that make you feel better? N- no, because I, th- I think it would hurt you quite a lot. And I It's don't already do half that. off. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's okay. Well, now I need someone to put the splint back on, so would you be able to help me? Yeah, sh- sure, Sully. <laughs> so she stops what she's doing and works on that. <laughs> By the way, he wasn't upset like with her not leading with that. He was just being dense, as he usually is with social commentary. No, I mean, I think it's... It's something she needs to hear. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Okay. It wasn't him just being like, oh, being upset that you weren't presenting things well. No, just no. him being dense as per usual. You all tuck in for bed and sleep through the night. I guess nervous for your meeting with the council person tomorrow. I just want to say that I think Vi is like, she fell asleep in the officer's room, just like going over everything. That makes sense. On the big comfy couch. (laughs) Yes, on that big comfy couch. Sully and Jyla fell asleep cuddling. Oh. All right. The next morning, you all come down to the kitchen, galley, whatever we call it. Lucy has cooked a breakfast that is edible and he's very proud of. Camilla is already sitting there with like a piece of what is being considered bread in her two front hands, snacking on it squirrel-like. So, um, nervous, maybe? I don't know, should we be? No, I mean, honestly, usually he's pretty nice and, you know, he knows me, so I feel like it'll be okay. Well, now I'm feeling like we should be nervous. No, I mean... Sully, should we be nervous? He's my boss, so I guess, like, not really my boss, but, you know, don't, don't act too... Don't act like outlaws, maybe? Just a thought. I mean, I'm not super nervous since this is technically my second time being a keeper deputy, you know. Well, I guess I'll leave the talking to all y'all and not me since I feel like others may be better suited for it. <laughs> yes, Sully and his negative one charm. <laughs> well, you like have been with the organization and... <laughs> So that's helpful. Vika is just a more professional person. <laughs> and Malcolm has like a captain vibe. So I feel like everybody is better equipped to but do this. But you're the one Jyla. carrying the keeper equipment, though. Yeah, I could just be the muscle in the back. <laughs> anyway, no use uh, putting off the inevitable, I guess, right? So um, uh, Camilla and Sully, um, is there anything that we should know about about pretending to be keepers before we go in there in case... In case they like question us or something, I hate to. I hate to go in there with with no with a just a blank. I got my belt. I guess um, my input would be if you were going to try to impersonate the keeper to a keeper. Yes, you're very obviously not. But if you're going to try to impersonate the keeper to just a person, eh, we seem weird most of the time, anyways, and we're a fairly diverse bunch. So you guys will probably be fine. Yeah, I think we're pretty chill. I mean, look at how different me and Camilla are. Right. I have an excellent sense of fashion, she says, gesturing at her only belt. (laughs) I mean, that is a really cool belt. Uh, All right. You guys make the now familiar trek back to the central hub of this planet's public transportation. Um, I'm going to assume there's nothing you guys want to do here. It's a normal bustling day. You find the maglev train that will take you to the chambers of the Interstellar Council. This is, again, a very similar one to when you went to the... The palace? The council guard palace. Yeah, when you went to the council guard palace, this is another very similar tram. It leads more towards the heart of the city. Once you board it, it's, again, beautiful, ornate. There's a lot less screens on this one and less propaganda being played. It is rather, like, elegant, simple, clean. On your way there, it is open air the whole time, so you're able to look out and see the most beautiful parts of the Interstellar Council. It is, again, all, like... Crafted waterfalls and trees and nature growing through a very beautiful futuristic city. The council chambers themselves are a massive, massive, massive building with several entrances that are meant to... Like, there is one huge central meeting area, but there's also just offices on top of offices on top of, like, diplomatic areas and... um, what's it called? Embassies. This place is jam-packed full and there is constant foot traffic in and out of the building. All right. I think we head up the presumably large marble steps. <laughs> uh, all right. So you head your way into the cent- into the building. When you enter like the main front entrance that most people are going in, there's not really any security. 
almost surprisingly. Um, but there is like a reception area where you can see like a lot of people sitting and directing people and helping people find where they need to go. Okay, I did think of something retroactively. Okay. While we've been on the different trams, I want to have been keeping an eye out for those banners. Okay, that's fine. You saw none of them. And you see nothing like that here either. Okay, I w- I'm just trying to see how like widespread that is. It's uh, night and day. Like when you were in the residential area everywhere here, it is all interstellar council imagery and nothing else. Okay. So remind me, did... Um Camilla didn't know about the the cult. Did the uh, the cult that was trying to read the read uh, give her to the keeper? That is right? correct. I think we go up to the reception desk. Yeah. How may I help you today? Um. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. What's the guy's name that we're meeting? Uh, you didn't get a name. You just have that he is the the chair of the council. Oh, uh, we are. Have a meeting scheduled with the chair of the council? Oh, yes. You are here having an appointment. You must be the deputy keepers. That is us. Yes. All right. I will direct any, like, shows you on a map how to get to the office of this person, right? You're you're expected. This is not suspicious. Woo. We do that. All right. You make your way up there. The office is actually fairly simple. Like, there's just a door, um... like there's just a closed door basically and it's like nice but it's not huge this is this seems like a very uh it's not a symbolic place this is like actually where this guy works we are are we in the room or do we have to knock you have to knock but you know i mean at some point we knock (laughs) all right when you knock the door just slides open all right come in it's great to see all of you i assume you are the deputy capers uh yes we are great have a seat i understand you work with camilla Yes, we do. She is a dear friend, and I'm happy to see any friend of hers here. So, hit me with it. She says it's important. He sits down at a, like, just very ordinary desk. Like, this is not a very ornate or fancy room. Like I said, there's, like, papers stacked up everywhere, and he seems, like, frazzled, but this is, like, actually his working space. (laughs) Long story short is the Interstellar has been invaded and infiltrated by a force that is known as chaos. It takes over the bodies of certain individuals and is trying to create wars wherever it can. And apparently every planet has at least one infected person on it currently within the Interstellar Council. All right, and is there anything to substantiate this? Or is this, how did you, how did you discover this? Let's start with that, right? Give me the story. Well, Camilla took us us being deputy keepers we went with camilla to locate some keepers that had gone missing we expected some foul play but nothing of a large magnitude since they were in a deeper uh deeper um district of the planet so it was not unusual for keepers to lose track from time to time can i ask a question real quick and i swear i'm not asking this in a rude way i understand keepers jobs are dangerous did you blow up did you up a building underneath the city like yesterday, last night? Did that you? I can honestly say that I have never blown up a building in my life. But did one of you do it? Like, honestly, what this will be is just a box I can check off to say I know what happened to the building that exploded underneath of our city. That's all it is. Um, yes, sir. That uh, when when we confronted um, when we found um, the the hideout of the people, um, we they were hostile and. During the fighting, that building unfortunately did blow up. It was a, it was an unfortunate accident. All right, now let me ask you this: Is there anyone dead that wasn't shooting at you first? No, everyone shot at us first. Perfect. We're marking that one up to essential keeper activity. File it. We're done. I love it. All right, continue with your story. Edge of my seat. Um. So we went to find said keepers. We we ended up finding them. But there is a group that is seeking to promote chaos. Did we get their names, Cody? The name of the cult? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really have a name. You could just call it the Cult of Chaos, because that's what I have it written as in my notes. But I have a banner. Remember, I took a banner. Oh, do you show that to him? <laughs> yeah, so I said, so I, I interject here. Um, they were um, they were flying this banner. He pulls it out and shows it to him. Hmm. When uh, you can see like his face shift when he sees that banner, like he finds it disturbing a little bit. You know, I'll level with you. This isn't the first time I've seen this symbol. I just wasn't taking it seriously, maybe, until now. And you said they had captured keepers. Yes. About six of them. 
that we know of. They could have captured more. One of them bragged about killing many keepers. Yeah, one of, one of them even had a notebook that all that was written in it said, kill all keepers, just over and over and over again. Gonna level with you. I'll, I'll be honest. I had that marked up to graffiti and nothing more than grumpy citizens smudging banners and hanging them up in windows. So... All right, looks like I have a new thing I have to handle. Moving right on, keep going. So we confront this cult of chaos, if you will. We find the keepers, we free them, and go and find their leader. And it is this corrupted individual who looks to be no longer in control of himself and more controlled by this black ooze that is coming from him. This chaos. This is the chaos, yes. And this is... When you say black ooze, are you telling me that this thing... It's more than just like a like a disease or something. This is actually inflicting a will on these things that it inflicts, right? It's like a... Almost like a parasitic light form. It would seem that way from what we could tell. All right. This keeps getting better. And you said there was only one infected person, though. On this planet that we know of. But every other planet also has at least one... Yes. ...representative of chaos, for lack of a better word? Yes, I would say that. Yes, sir. We've, we found uh, a communication terminal in that underground building and found, found references to all of their agents on every Interstellar Council planet. All right. Not the best... Do you have uh, do you have that computer information off of it? Something I can present and get people to vote on? Uh, yes, and I hand over the thing Camilla gave us. Um, he turns it on and starts flicking through it. You can kind of see his face fall and get more concerned and angry as he's flipping through this. Does he recognize some of the phone numbers? <laughs> I mean, this is every planet, so yeah, it's like not great that this is this is the case. Well, no, I meant like he sees one of the communication numbers. He's like, that's my mom. <laughs> You don't know why he seems concerned that specifically. <clears throat> he just seems concerned and unhappy with what's happening. Which seems fair. All right. So what we got here is there's a hostile alien force that's influencing in some way every planet in the Interstellar Council and seems to be specifically targeting the Keepers. Do I have that right? Yes. Great. All right. Well, that requires, I feel like, some kind of immediate mobilization. So here's what I'm going to ask from you. My very helpful deputy keepers, I am going to go and talk to the council. Fortunately, we're in session right now, so I hit a button, everyone comes in, we can vote and discuss on things. So that's the good news. The bad news is sometimes we're slow at doing things, so give us a chance. All right, just stay here. After I get done with my meeting, we'll come back in, we'll keep talking this out, maybe work on a plan of how we can solve it, all right? That sounds good to me. Great. I will be back in just a moment. By the way, the broad, he like points up to a screen. There's like the equivalent of C-SPAN running, right? Like you can see the chambers of the Interstellar Council. They're like, you can see them already starting to gather for a meeting. All right. He stands up and puts like in one motion sweeps on a very ornate robe that is like appropriate for his station as the leader of the Interstellar Council and uh, leaves the room, leaving you alone in his office. When I was going through Grizzle's journal last night, any chance I saw his name? No, you did not see his name. Okay. Uh, so once he leaves the room and we're just waiting, um, I think Jyla pipes up and says, anybody else have a bad feeling about this? Uh, I'm really nervous and I don't know why. I mean, everything seems to be normal with how the council usually works. Everything seems to be normal with how the council usually works, right, Cody? Uh, you can make me a, uh, like, read a person role for the conversation you just had. That'll be a... Do I get any bonus since I, like, have been here? Like, yeah, I mean, it feels like you should, but there's nothing in the rules for it, so I'm gonna... No, like, that just doesn't exactly feel right, so no, because there's not really... We wrote the rules. We can change the rules. That's true, it's just I don't have anything in there for narratively would make sense for you to get a bonus one. I feel weird just handing those out like candy, so no. You well, can... I got a six then. Um, yeah, I mean, he seemed straight up. He wasn't mad. I mean, he was disturbed by the news that you had this information about the chaos cult, um, and he seems to be going to take some action on it, so... That's what you get. The thing I'm worried about is, uh, I mean, even though it, even though it is true, this the story is very is very ridiculous, and I it seems like it might be difficult to convince the council of its truth. Um, I don't, 
I'm not worried about the bureaucracy part, funnily enough. Uh, I just feel like something's going to happen, you know, just a premonition. I, I mean, we get to watch the whole thing on uh, Space C-SPAN. Spacey pan. <laughs> Spacey pan. <laughs> Spacey pan, if you will. I, I won't. I still won't. <laughs> you should know this by now, Sully. I just won't. Vi sits down so that she has like a really good view of it because I want to be paying very close attention. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm looking for something. Uh, all right. Can Jyla go? Can Jyla leave the room? You can try to leave the room. Okay. Do I need to make a roll to leave the room? No, you go up and grab the door handle and it is locked. Uh, is that normal? Is it normal for him to lock us in? Anybody? Is Camilla not with us? No. Oh, I thought she was. No. No, Camilla's not with you. She's trying to con. She's trying to contact other keepers. I would say no. I usually am not locked into rooms unless I'm being held prisoner. Any? Any? Nobody? Nobody else have a bad feeling about this now? Yeah. I I was disagreeing with you. This definitely seems unusual. Oh no. I have a very bad feeling about this, which is why I'm trying to, I don't know, see if anything comes up from this feed. Uh, uh, Jyla. Yes. You know how we had a nice discussion last night about how you can fix things? Yes. Um, can this be one of those times where you actually break them and get us out of here? Sure can. <laughs> oh, please don't blow up this guy's office. I'm not, I don't want to blow it up. <laughs> Jyla starts scrabbling her bomb materials together to make a very specific specific shaped charge <laughs> to like just blow a door handle off a door. Can I can I try to pick the lock or something? Um you can, but the screen uh like flickers and you see like the shot change and Bruce is walking out onto like a central platform that is kind of at the heart of this massive room full of different types of aliens. As soon as he starts speaking, you can see that, like, both audio-wise, there are different translations of this going out, as well as different, like, translated texts and, like, every manner of symbol that can possibly communicate this message as he gives a speech. As you all know, a core belief of the Interstellar Council is that life is valuable and worth preserving. What we try to do is find new life forms and welcome them into the Interstellar Council. I hate this already. I already hate it. As many of you know, we have already been in contact with one such life form. I believe that there is an embassy on all of your planets as it is now. As our first motion, we will be offering to extend membership to the Interstellar Council to the parasitic life form known as Chaos. Aw, oh, space you, Bruce. All right, time to leave. Normally, right, there are rules when incorporating a parasitic life form into the Interstellar Council, and we have all... Re- are there? <laughs> there? There are parasitic life forms that are members of the Interstellar Council. There's not a lot of them, but there are some. Generally, it requires uh, consent from the life form being parasited, but in this case, as chaos can, one, inf- express its will without a host, and two... Uh, tends to be able to infect anything. We've waived that rule and we'll commence voting at once. Is the entire council chaos? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, but they're all voting to admit the in- to admit chaos to the Interstellar Council. You know, each plant like Sully's race, right? They're a member of the Interstellar Council. Right now, what they are voting on is making chaos a member of the Interstellar Council. So as soon as he says that, immediately votes start tallying as each planet and each race votes on whether or not to admit the to admit chaos to the Interstellar Council. There's like a green tally and a red tally, and only the green number is going up. The red number is staying at a solid zero. Well, I think this is our cue to leave. Yep, I, th- I can't imagine anything good's going to happen when good old Bruce comes back. Uh, less talking, more freeing, please. All right, how do you guys try to free yourselves? I think it's probably time for a bomb, yeah. While she's doing that, can I use my guiding presence? Uh, what does guiding presence do? And yes. Well, so we need to um, make an addendum to it because it gives plus one to a team member on their next action, which is just camaraderie. Um, That's true. What do you want it to do this time? Uh... I don't know. I'll say you can use guiding present, and it gives it, guiding pres guiding 
Say it again. Guiding presence. You can use guiding presence, and it gives Jyla a plus one on her roll. Okay. No. Oh wait. No, it does. Uh, that's a seven. Um, Jyla. So what you're gonna have to do is just make a blast some baddies on the door, and depending on how you roll, it's basically gonna be whether or not there's a small puff and the handle falls off, or whether or not you blow a hole in the door. Sure. Okay. You got a plus one coming from me. Uh, it's an eleven. Okay. Cool. So you make this perfect little shape charge, and as you're doing it, you can feel like a calm presence guiding you of exactly where to put it on this mechanism. As you're working, it takes a little bit of time to make this whole charge. You know, it's like very fine detailed work as you're pulling off little pieces of plastic explosive and fitting them perfectly into the lock so you don't blow up yourselves and this whole room. Um, As you're working, you hear again, like the vote passes and chaos is admitted into the Interstellar Council. Bruce begins speaking again. All right, and our second order of business is to welcome great new member to the Interstellar Council, the parasite life form known as Chaos. Now, the Interstellar Council is tasked with protecting all life forms that are within its membership. Now, there are some people out there that believe that Chaos is not a life form worth saving, and to them we say no. We are no longer an organization of planets banded together without the force to protect its own people, so we will be launching an immediate preemptive assault on those that would consider Chaos a threat to the galaxy, and not a life form that should be saving. This is why we have been building up a grand armada, and why we will become a force to be reckoned with inside the galaxy. By the way, this threat, I want to make it clear, is present both within and without the Interstellar Council, and those that seek to oppose chaos will be met with a horrible and harsh end. And you hear the room erupt into applause. And the camera cuts, and you see an image of five uh, clearly chaos-tainted figures standing in their own little area of the Interstellar Council. And the charge goes off, and the door bangs open. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. (laughs) 